This episode of the Applegate Experience is brought to you by your dreams. That's right, folks. It's not much more complicated than that. From awakening and achievements in your subconsciousness, arriving to the forefront of your ambitions and goals, leading you ahead, taking the waking moments to facilitate your day. Keep this in mind the next time you go to sleep. Wake up, keep a journal, and get back to the show. All right. What's going on, everybody? Stephen Applegate here on this fantastic Saturday morning. Thank you for joining me. It is 6 a.m., something around there. And uh, I want to thank you each and every one of you for joining me. And uh, however crude this podcast may be, unpolished, unfiltered, raw, barely entertainment. And I want to thank my friends and family, especially because I couldn't have gotten this far without your help in uh, this experience, this transformation, this uh, journey to enlightenment. And I think about my position. I think about my ability to wake up from a dream and facilitate this perpetual motion, this ability to continue on daily every day, whether it's a struggle or if it's a fantastic achievement, some type of accomplishment that was notable and memorable for the memory books and to just share an optimistic view on things. I feel that if I don't share it, I should just hit decline on the phone. Literally, I'm going to stop and uh, take a moment to decline a call that's coming in. So bear with me. I thought I had do not disturb. So yeah, raw and unfiltered. Give me a second. Facebook. Sorry, Facebook. Um, yeah, there's calls coming in at six o'clock AM. Who's calling at six o'clock in the morning? You guys are probably still sleeping at six AM. Uh, all right, let me uh, let me take a few steps back because <clears throat> I want to talk about my experience recently yesterday. And 
darn it, another call's coming in. So, yeah, I'm just going to let it roll. And uh, there's probably going to be one call after another after another that's coming in because I can't stop the app as the phone is broadcasting live on Facebook. But uh, the audio on this YouTube stream will probably still make it into the Applegate Experience podcast. And if I could just take a few minutes of your time and do so, uh, bear with me because, again, it's, it's not entertainment. There's, there's no reason for me to even consider it um, such. It's really just my effort to document things that are occurring in my life so that I don't forget. And I know at some point in time, I can anticipate whether or not I'm healthy and of a, a, a good state of mind in the future, whereas I'm not suffering from some type of debilitating neurological disorder, such as Alzheimer's, that is going to take this all away from me. I've had enough experience dealing with and interacting with others who are who had suffered from such degenerative cognitive abilities and it was quite sad and at the same time it allowed me to <clears throat> put my own life in perspective to understand that we are so fragile and we continually think about what we need to do the next moment to achieve our goals and to arrive at a satisfactory position at point B. But what happens in the interim? What are these neurological synapses that are firing and creating these instances that we can reflect upon and remember and facilitate moving forward based on the foundation that we've established at this very moment in time. So awakening from a dream. Okay. Five o'clock, 4.59 AM. I'm recalling a dream and I can go back probably 25 years where I started to document these writing them in my journal and trying to capture as much of the nuance from these glimpses in my subconsciousness that were brought to the forefront in my dream state. And a lot of people will try to interpret dreams one way or another and say that well, you dreamt of a snake and it is in reference to virility or your ability to recall color is depictive of your current love status in life. Whatever the case may be, I know 
what I experienced, however fabricated in my own mind. And I feel that if I could relate to it in my waking moments, and I can reflect on the experience that I had in this dream state and eloquently, adequately, and consistently describe what it is that I'm feeling in those moments. If in fact you can call them feelings, they're more of a, just an experience because you're an observer in this realm, this dream state. You are, you are the viewer, the first hand spectator, the sole spectator in this movie that you're watching. So I'm thinking about this dream that I have just awoken from and what a movie it was. The intricate details, and I can only think that the reason why I had such lucid dreaming was because of the food that I ate before going to sleep the night before. How healthful it may have been or vice versa, the saturated fats were very limited and they were pretty much just leftovers from the night before with the kids. And I was thinking about something at the supermarket and we went ahead and executed the uh, garlic bread. 36 cents for this giant loaf. Usually it's the bread that my wife would buy. It's got everything on it. And uh, from poppy seeds to garlic and onion and whatnot. But it's this giant sub roll type of thing. Telling bread. Very little to no nutritional value to it. And I was very hesitant. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to buy this. I've got a grocery shopping cart full of leafy green vegetables, kale. In fact, I wiped out all the kale from the freezer section. Literally, I took every bag of frozen kale out of that freezer and I put it in my shopping cart. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, prior to even loading up the cart, this is early on in the shopping experience. So I'm grabbing almond milk and soy milk out of the refrigerator. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to have some coffee tomorrow morning. And um, I'm going to put some of this stuff in it, right? And I was talking about this on my podcast a couple of days ago as far as protein powder being incorporated. I did not put any protein powder in my coffee this morning. I'm willing to try anything. But what good coffee it is. And I like it dark. Espresso roast is fantastic. And um, I grind it fresh. Whole bean coffee. I'll grind it usually within minutes of brewing it. In this case, I prepared my coffee maker last night and I just pressed the button this morning. Uh, before I even started writing down my dream this, this morning, I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to set myself up here. 
I need to <clears throat> get some coffee in me and enjoy this flavor, this this impact of caffeine that it has on me. And I know what I'm putting in my body. So getting back to the garlic bread, my daughter says, let's make some garlic bread out of it. It's 36 cents discounted because it's probably from the day before, right? And I'm a huge fan of bargains and wheeling and dealing and getting something that's at a discount from the normal price that somebody would ask. So whatever the tag price was, it was a fraction of the cost. And I apply this technique to pretty much everything in my life. If I can get something achieved for a fraction of the effort, a fraction of the time, a fraction of the cost, I know that my return on investment should be greater. And here I am 12 hours later after consuming such garlic bread, I am thankful of doing so. I am thankful that I was able to step out of my determination zone where I was loading up or ready to load up my shopping cart with broccoli and kale and spinach, leafy greens, mustard greens. I've never had mustard greens. Grabbing a giant bundle of leek, you know, snapping a picture at the checkout and be like, man, I've got $200 worth of produce in here. That's overflowing my basket. In fact, I had to take the refrigerator apart, literally taking the drawers out to fit as much leafy green in my refrigerator top shelf in a giant stainless bowl that's got parsley, fresh parsley, fresh cilantro, leek that is probably the size of your, your, your forearm. And I'm thinking, man, what a stark difference from just weeks ago, consuming something completely different on a regular basis, where now I'm in finally in this rhythm where I'm consistently and constantly thinking about what's going in my body and how I'm going to benefit from the nutrition and the density of its nutrition so that I don't have to spend as much time taking a multivitamin or some type of magical elixir that's going to supplement my diet. So a lot of us are in a dilemma. What do you do when you're at the supermarket and you're inundated with frosted flakes, Dorito chips, Twinkies, and all these processed foods that are canned on the shelf. Don't get me wrong, you can get some good stuff in the can. <coughs> Excuse me. And you are faced with a decision on making a purchase 
for something that is 36 cents compared to what is $3 and 60 cents. And it has a direct impact on your wallet. But what is the return on your investment? You have to understand that the system, this machine that you have to fuel to keep running efficiently and optimally, you have to understand that there are certain techniques of maintenance and being able to facilitate this perpetual motion. You have to keep your heart healthy and beating every day for the rest of your life without conscious effort. You can't just turn off the switch and reserve your power supply, as some people think is the case. You don't have a battery reserve. You have consistent and constant expenditure and chemical reactions that occur on the cellular level. In the mitochondria and your ribonucleic acids, for the division of DNA, you've got your nitrogenous bases that pair, in particularly, thymine dimers that come together in a mutation when you're exposed to certain environmental stresses and whatever spur this mutation to create a cancerous cell in your body and there are many factors with amino acids and protein synthesis and all types of factors in this equation that really facilitate life or death and the quality of life that you live so think about the next time you're in a quickie mart fueling up the fuel tank in your car and what is the reason that you're going to be stepping into the doors of this establishment to grab a snack and what is that going to serve how, what, how is it going to benefit you or be a detriment to your to your health the next time you grab a slim gym and i'm victim of that once in a while i will indulge and i find myself infrequently doing so more recently because it's a conscious decision to know that putting this product in my body it's going to satisfy certain dopamine levels that are an immediate response and with sugar it is as addictive as cocaine so avoiding sugar at all costs, whether it be a lifesaver or a caramel candy or M&Ms, limit your exposure to these toxins. And that's what they are. I'm not a fanatic. I'm not a vegan uh, in, in any sense. But 
a vegetable-based diet is really what I've been leading myself up to, to this point. And getting back to the garlic bread, I put copious amounts of minced garlic on this bread, sauteed in a pan of olive oil, extracting all the flavors and bitterness. And it was fantastic. I chopped up the parsley and cilantro and sprinkled it on top of the bread and finished it off in the toaster oven, which is the first time I've used this toaster oven. And the last time I used a toaster oven was probably 20 years ago, if that. Needless to say, waking up at 4.30, 4.45 this morning from my slumber and uh, thinking, wow, how impressive was that to be emerging from this world of adventure and despair and this emotional roller coaster in my own mind. And I know what I put in my body. I can document each and everything if I had to, to reference exactly what it was that had a direct influence on this lucid dream. And it had to be the garlic. And besides garlic, I can say that soursop also has a similar effect on my dream state. Soursop tea has been a staple in my kombucha brewing, especially in the second fermentation process. So this magical elixir that is infused with all types of goodness could also facilitate lucid dreaming as a positive side effect. Besides fighting cancerous cells in the body. And in my daily interactions with people, stopping at the tractor supply yesterday and picking up 50 pounds of chicken feed of all things, never thought I'd be having a flock of chickens in my backyard. But some people insisted on having these fowl, thinking that I don't have but one egg in my refrigerator right now. And being at 16 some odd weeks, the chickens should be expected at some point soon to be laying some eggs. And eggs are fine. In fact, if I had more than one egg in the refrigerator, I'd probably make some breakfast omelets or breakfast burritos. Because the children would appreciate that. And knowing me, I would probably wrap it with kale and whatnot but uh yeah try it out um if you have some supplements in your cabinet maybe add garlic to the mix garlic capsules uh, i've taken in the past and uh, i might in fact decide on increasing my garlic intake just to get this dream activity cranked up a notch and uh, I think it's great because 
it gave me some motivation early in the morning on a Saturday to get out and I want to hit the trails, maybe bring the children up to the summit on the mountain for this fantastic overlook. And it provided some additional insight into things as it pertains to my situation in life my position in my workplace and the ultimate goal of succeeding not only in health and wellness but financially and becoming confident that I could take the next step and help facilitate others similarly in order to achieve the ultimate goal of enlightenment. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this and understanding that this transparency, this determination, this optimism and skepticism at the same time are for your ears only. I'm not doing it for show. In fact, you may be thinking upon first impression that somebody may be a certain way based on their appearance, sporting a mohawk, but at the same time, they may be going through struggle or simply expressing freely something fantastic in their life and showing off just like a rooster would. And out of the handful of fowl in my backyard, there is one rooster that we were unaware of. He's been not very vocal, thankfully. Otherwise, we'd be having the neighbors call the town to enforce uh, some type of ordinance, I'm sure. But just like the choker barometer that I've spoken of, measuring my, my weight, at some point in time, I'm free of that barometer, that gauge that has uh, brought to my attention you know, certain things, especially when it came to gaining the weight back after I took it off and I began to refeast, or however you want to put it, after my water fast, intermittent fast, bucha fast, and going 100 plus days and losing nearly 100 pounds of weight I've reached a pinnacle and I've been stern, I've been strict and I've been hard on myself. And I think that by taking more time to look within, I can then find 
the opportunities to express these innermost anguished moments differently and without barking to others I could communicate my <clears throat> full intentions clearly passionately and without a doubt hopeful that we could arrive somewhere down the line at the same point taking different paths having different thoughts being individuals having your own experience and at the same time <clears throat> remembering what it was all about in this very moment in time instead of giving up without encumbrances and dissuasion taking the next moment in listening to what others have to say and appreciating the laughter that comes along with it. Damn good coffee, I tell you. Remember to live life healthy. You've got one machine. Be well. All.